Good morning and welcome back to Lovey's Adventures. As I'm sitting here by the nice warm fireplace waiting for my Nest Cafe for the magic to begin. I'm sitting here in amazement. Sorry I didn't do the podcast yesterday, but I'm sitting here warming up my nice warm toes with Milo, <laughs> who's curled up in a nice little ball. And I'm so elated and thankful that this podcast is international and continues to grow every single day. And in the United States, it was just so amazing. We started out with one city, one state, and now this podcast is all over the world. So thank you to the United States. We are now in 41 states in the U.S. and growing in multiple cities throughout the U.S. every single day. We're also in Canada, South Korea, Switzerland, Australia, Egypt, Netherlands, Hong Kong, Russia, Germany, Venezuela, Myanmar, United Kingdom, Saudi Arabia, the United Arab Emirates, and Indonesia. So thank you all so much for tuning into Lovey's Adventures every single day and making this an amazing journey, all that started with the death of my sister Anna Marie, who died on my birthday. And every day this journey has been an amazing blessing push me in the direction of adventuring every single day with faith, love, hope, and forgiveness, but definitely adventure. So I was a little under the weather yesterday, so sorry for that. I meant to get this podcast out to you all sooner because I know that you're dying to know how our caving expedition went on Sunday. It was an amazing, what an amazing caving expedition to go underground with an amazing team. And as I'm sitting here waiting for my nice cup of Nest Cafe, I want to share that story with you all. Are you ready? So go grab your cup of coffee, cop a squat by the fireplace, waiting for my Nest Cafe to brew here. Oh, I'm salivating at my Nest Cafe. <laughs> it's in my beautiful new little cup, or not my new little cup, but my favorite cup, XOXO that I got from Rio Doso that matches my necklace, XOXO. And this is my favorite necklace in the whole wide world. And so let's get started on that journey. So, but when the Nest Cafe stops, we'll stop there too. So amazing expedition. Here's my team, Dr. Carl Mitchell and Dr. Kyle Urquhart, Urquhart both from JPL, and Brian Mulligan, Brian Mulligan Jr., and Danielle Youngberg, along with the full support of the Sandia Grotto and BLM, and to my amazing friend, Dave Decker, who helped initiate this trip for the folks out of JPL. Huge, huge thank you to all of you. It was pretty amazing. As we pulled up to our rendezvous location, and Carl and Kyle handed me a bottle of wine from California, my home sweet home, called Earthquake, And on the back, I immediately noticed that the wine was from Michael David's winery. But on the back of the bottle, it had a poem. And you all know how I am about poems. I absolutely love poems. And so I'd like to share the poem with you all today that was on the back of the bottle of wine that just captured my heart from the moment that we started this expedition. I knew it was going to be an amazing day. And I quote, Powerful titans, arms reaching for the sky. Earthbound devourer, open your eyes. Throw off your blankets, the day has begun. 
Indulge yourself in a warm, lodi sun. Take what is given, the world is your own. Enjoy your dominion, you sit on your throne. Stand and be noticed, grape without peer. Instruct in the others what they should fear. So raise up your standards, proclaim your rights. Answer to no one, conquer with might. Jail the victor, the king without flaw. Salute your new master, Petit Seurat. End quote. So this bottle of wine, my friends, thank you. I will drink this on Sunday to celebrate a very special occasion as I sit at my country cottage on three acres overlooking my spot for my personal vineyard that's going to be called Le Papillon, which means the butterflies in honor of my sister, Anna Marie. So thank you from the bottom of my heart I love you all to the moon and the stars, and to Neptune and Mars. So as our day began, we arrived at the cave's entrance about 10 a.m., and we were right on schedule. We did our safety talk and dropped in ropes with foot loops to ensure a very safe passage down. I warned the team of rattlers in the area as they are beginning to awake. Three went down the drop-in, and three went down the crawl. We changed out the log canister that visitors should use for search and rescue. Then one by one, we did the horizontal descent into the abyss below. We noticed new crystal formations had formed on the passages so pristine from water flow and the airflow, and the team slid safely down till we reached our first V between the upper play passage and the lower passage. Two descended through the lower shimmy climb, and four did the upper. And we were so proud of Brian Jr. doing so well in the upper passage, being in unfamiliar territory underground, never alone, but new to his surroundings. As the team met up in the abyss below, we decided to go silent and lights out. There we sat in total darkness. The mind and eyes tried to adjust but its sense of direction at times misguided. Quite a diff- quite different, but a peaceful feeling that only cavers can know. We then proceeded ahead to our first water plank passage. And yes, we had to plank a short L-shaped water passage with our packs. And kudos to everyone for making it through, not just once, but twice and not getting wet in that hypothermic water below. We came to the final end of the water passage, sitting, listening to Carl and Kyle's upcoming projects, and I just looked back at my team and felt this huge sense of honor being with them underground. That moment is why I cave, to allow others to experience that great abyss of the unknown as a team growing stronger with each footstep, supporting and collaborating with each other. As we began our ascend, we reached the top of the entrance, then decided to take the corkscrew vertical passage below. I led the tight squeeze as one by one, we each literally contorted our body types through, and in amazement, everyone got to see the vertical drop. The passage beauty and when you are standing there looking 30 feet down you become awestruck 
at how vast this cave truly is, how it was created by the flow of fast-moving water. Where would we not want to be if there was raining? <laughs> and we'll stop right there for just a second, because the magic has just begun. So you never want to be in that tight area of passage. Oh, the magic. The Nest Cafe. My absolutely favorite part of the day. of coffee, a lot of bit of sugar, <laughs> and a lot of bit of cream every day. That's my routine. There's nothing like a delicious pot of Nescafe. And my favorite coffee cup that I got from Redoso, XOXO. It will always have a very special meaning for me. Okay, you ready? Grab your cup of coffee so we can finish our caving expedition to the abyss below. Coffee cheers, my friends, to you all around the world. Oh, simply heaven. Ah, simply delectable. Oh, somebody just get me an IV right now. <laughs> Let me go sit down back by the fireplace as we continue. Milo never really snores. He kind of just sits there in a little ball quietly, <laughs> comforted by the warm water or by the, by the warm fireplace. Oh, coffee cheers, my friends. So delicious. Okay, so let's see. Where were we? Okay, so where the fast-moving water would be, that is exactly where we would not want to be inside the cave. Then the team did our final ascent to the top to meet to the... meet the call-out time for JPL team of 2.30. Our drop-dead time was 7 p.m., but we knew that gave us plenty of wiggle room in case we wanted to do vertical training or go back down under the uh, into the abyss below so everyone went in together and came out together there was a huge moment of laughter as we decided to name this particular expedition the Uckert squeeze because as we were ascending Kyle decided to take the right passage his face protruding through one rock formation hole and his lower half through another as his bag was pushed through up the upper passage that barely squeezed through he looked over he looked very squished <laughs> in this tight 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 squeeze and in that moment if you could see what we could see we could see his head on one end his lights up at the top his feet dangling from below in this tight super tight crawl and Kyle did as cavers do we cave, we adventure, we explore. And Kyle did just that until he could no longer squeeze no more. 
He sat there squished, realizing he needed to turn back. But the visual image we all had was absolutely priceless. As we all sat there and we giggled and yelled out, and I think it was Carl that yelled out, we need to name this the Uckert Squeeze. Because <laughs> Kyle knew that he would not be able to probably squeeze through that tight passage. But as cavers, that's what we do. We push our limits. We push until we can't push anymore. Because sometimes when we push, we can actually push through another another passage and discover a new passage underground. But in this case, it was way too small. So as Kyle warmed his way back out and we made it to the top safely, we all knew that that, that day, in honor of today, we would dub this trip the Uckert Squeeze. So shout out to you all, my friends, for making this such an amazing caving journey and expedition and a shout out to brian jr for doing a tremendous job underground for the very first time and being our honorary 10 year old member of the sandia grotto welcome my friend so now as we begin planning our next trip in a cave in a raft in the desert down a 177 foot water passage I will always remember the Uckert Squeeze. These are memories to last a lifetime. So I want you all to get out this weekend and begin creating your memories to last a lifetime. Create your Uckert Squeeze. And in that moment when you do, I want you to remember this particular expedition and how special it was to be surrounded by some amazing people whom I now call friends around the world this is what life is meant to be with all of my love lovey